Welcome to your prayer intentions with author Peter and Jimmy. And we welcome your prayers at WQPHradio.org. Oh Mary, send my prayers to heaven. Don't let another day go by. You can ask the Lord to help me. When my cross gets heavy and my soul is dry, Oh, Jesus, hear my cry. Oh, Mary, send my prayers to the sky. Along with all of my intentions, every word takes flight. Hello and welcome to another edition of Your Prayer Intentions. Very happy to spend the next 25, 24 minutes or so praying for your prayer intentions and I hope you like the new intro music. It was written especially for the show by Larry of Larry's Music Loft. If you do like it, please send us feedback at wqph893 at comcast.net. That's wqph893 at comcast.net. And we're very happy to hear your feedback on this and all things. And since we're, we're talking about feedback, let me remind you that you can also use that email address to send us prayer requests. You can use that email address to send us names for the indulgence calendar or to just drop us a line. I mean, we're very happy to hear from you and to know that you're listening and that we're here for you because we are here to serve you. We're here to serve you and help you on the way to heaven. And it can be a tough time Especially when there's, now that we have a new war that has started in the Middle East. And it's during times like that where prayers are needed most of all. So we're very happy to be here to provide those prayers and make a difference. Even if it's a small difference. Mostly, uh, we, we like to make difference with big things. But frankly, our job is more to make a difference with your life. I mean, there's a lot of big events, and, you know, obviously we're going to pray for big events. We're going to pray for the Synod to make sure that wise decisions are being made. We're going to pray for the people in Ukraine and Russia and the people in Israel, and even for the Palestinians who are attacking them, because it is a non-optional Christian doctrine to pray for those who persecute you. So we're obliged to pray for both sides, whether no matter what side we're on, we're obliged to pray for both sides. And it's actually very interesting. Uh, C.S. Lewis was writing about this in the Screw Tape Letters. And people who say, well, you're obliged to pray for your own enemies, but you can feel outrage for something evil happening to someone else. Well, once you become identified enough to feel outrage for somebody else because an enemy has done it to them, then they become your enemies and thus you're required to pray for them. This is just the way it is. Jesus tells us to do this. And the best advice you can give is to take the advice that Jesus gives. And you're not going to get better advice from Jesus. I remember once there was a cardinal. Actually, I think it was the Cardinal O'Malley of Boston who was on some TV show. And someone was pressing him on gay marriage and the like and saying, well, how come you don't allow this or women priests or, the, or this? And Cardinal O'Malley said very bluntly, you know, 
I'm not God. Jesus is, I did not found this church. Jesus founded this church. And that I'm, I am a disciple of Jesus and, you know, I'm going to follow his ways. And that's really how we have to look at things. Jesus gave us instructions on how to live our lives. And we have to be ready to live our lives that way. So let's, in that spirit, let's look at this week's gospel. And this is from Matthew, actually. This is chapter 22nd. And here's the gospel that we're going to be talking about today. Jesus again in reply spoke to the chief priests and elders of the people in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feasts, but they refused to come. A second time he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fatted cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Some ignored the invitation and went away, one to his farm, another to his business. The rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go out therefore into the main roads and invite to the feast whoever you may find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. When the king came to meet the guests, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment. The king said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his attendants, Bind his hands and feet and cast him into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are called, but few are chosen. Now I want to note that in some parishes, they cut off the reading before the point where the king says, finds the man without the wedding garb. And they, they offer it as a shorter version. And I think that misses something. And sometimes I think we make the mistake of dodging things that might not be as pleasant. So Jesus is basically telling them, God will invite, the meaning of the parable is pretty straightforward. You know, God has put out his hand to people. And there are people who've rejected him. And Christ is referring to the Pharisees who, were, who rejected him. Now, there were a fair amount of Pharisees that accepted him. And you'll recall in the Acts of the Apostles, when they were having the debate at the, the Council of Jerusalem, the very first council of the church, there are Pharisees there who believed who were giving opinions one way or the other. And of course, Paul the uh, great apostle to the Gentiles, was a Pharisee. But he's talking about that, and, and again, he invites everybody. And you'll notice where it stops is the point where he invites everybody, all these people are invited, and the hall is filled with guests. Because Christ invites everybody to his mercy. God offers his mercy to everyone. But there are some who don't want it. There are some who decide, I don't need this mercy. And those people are the people who don't have the wedding garment in the parable. And they say, you don't want it? You're not going to do it? That's fine. It's like the line from C.S. Lewis saying that at the end of our lives, one of two things, either we will say to God, thy will be done and be accepted into heaven, 
or purgatory to begin with, to accept the mercy of God, and there will be those who reject it, and God will say to them, Thy will be done. Don't want to be on that side. I want to touch on the other readings for the week. This is from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, I know how to live in humble circumstances. I also know how to live with abundance. In every circumstance, in all things, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and in going hungry, of living in abundance and in being of need. I can do all things in him who strengthens me. Still it was kind of you to share in my distress. My God will fully supply whatever you need in accordance to the glorious riches in Christ Jesus. For God and Father, glory forever and ever. Amen. And that's something that's a good lesson as well. Because God is God in good times and in bad. When we have the good times, we should thank God for those good times. When we have tough times, we can entreat God for help or we can accept it as a suffering because redemptive suffering is something that a lot of the great saints have taken. But it also notes something here. Because you have... Notice the line from Paul, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. So if things are good or things are tough, if someone's wealthy, if someone's doing well or someone's doing bad, it's not a question of, oh, God is rewarding me, God is punishing me. It's a question of, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. If you need the help of God, you petition the help of God to take care of your daily bread. If you've been blessed with abundance by God, you have to not only acknowledge the thanks for it, but do well with it. Paul knows how to do both. And that's important in the sense of judging people, too. You don't want to judge people because... They're poor because they're rich, because all are equal in the minds of God. Remember this gospel reading. He did, the king didn't say, go out and bring the rich people. Or say, go out and get the poor people. He said, go out and gather all you find. So he gathered all you find, rich and poor, all types. And thus... You have God offering his redemption to all people. Now I'm going to read you the first reading for this weekend. This is from the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy rich food and pure choice wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples, the web that is woven over the nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from every face. The reproach of his people he will remove from the whole earth. For the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Behold our God to whom we look to save us. This is the Lord for whom we looked. Let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. And again, notice what he says here. Not I will provide for the people of Israel. And remember, Isaiah is speaking well before the time of Christ. Hezekiah was the king when Isaiah was a prophet. And he's saying, I'm going to provide this for all peoples. Didn't say, I'm not going to provide it for the Babylonians. I'm not going to provide it for the Philistines. I'm not going to provide it for the Assyrians. I'm not going to provide it for the Egyptians. 
I will provide for all peoples. And it's a feast, rich food, pure choice wines. And it sounds like a party, but remember, this is an age where people lived subsistence. So that's, that would be a great, great thing for the people there. And destroy the veil that veils all people. He will destroy death. Again, the promise of eternal life that Christ brings. Will wipe away the tears from the face and re- remove the reproach of the, of the people. He will remove from the whole earth the forgiveness of sins. He will, you know, the forgiveness of sins. Again, prefigured by the prophecy of Isaiah. On the day it will be said, Behold our God to whom we look to save us. This is the Lord for whom we looked. Again, people going to God. God, This is God who is saving us. Noting that God provides for us the means necessary to save us. All of these things, and that's one of the that's one of the reasons why people say, "Oh, I don't need to go to church. Oh, I don't need. I could just read the Bible myself. I can just do this myself." But notice how, and we've now been doing this for a couple of months, where we've been doing the Sunday readings and explaining them. And notice how the readings are chosen to give a particular lesson, to emphasize a lesson, so that you can see the connection in the Old Testament in the New Testament, and in the Gospel, a unified message. This is all a single lesson. And this is what the Church gives us in the three-year cycle for Sunday Masses and the two-year cycle for daily Masses. It gives us a coherent lesson, and it gives us the lesson over and over again in cycles because people by nature need to be reminded of things. So consider all these things as we go on. Well, now we're going to do our uh, prayers. And again, because he's talking about the inviting of people, this time we're going to do the second joyful mystery, which is about, you know, your neighbor. Now, for our prayer requests, we are, of course, going to pray for the people of Israel as they suffer the attacks Obviously, we're recording this you know, early in the war, so we don't know how things are by the time you're going to be hearing this. And we're going to pray for the Palestinians, both those who attacked and those who did nothing to stop it or are just there and can't do much about it because you know, we're going to pray for everybody involved. We're going to pray for the people of Ukraine. We're going to pray for the people of Russia. All of them are children of God. Like he said in the gospel there, the good and the bad alike. We're going to pray for them. We're going to pray for a lady whose father has cancer. We're going to pray for the success of a pilgrimage that my wife and some friends will be going on. We're going to pray for Mary Lotz. We're going to pray for Nancy. We're going to pray for Eric. We're going to pray for the pastors in the area. We're going to pray for the donors to WQPH, and we are very, very grateful to all those donors. We're going to pray for the souls of all the people on the indulgence calendar this month. In fact, every month we should do this at least once a week. We pray for the souls of everybody who are on the indulgence calendar this month. 
So we're going to pray for those. We have a prayer request for Chris for healing. And I want to do a prayer of thanks for Charlene, who's recovering from her surgery very well. And I'm going to ask for a prayer for a personal intention that I'm not going to tell you. So those are the things we're going to pray for. Let us begin those prayers in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The second joyful mystery is the visitation. We offer the Lord Jesus the second decade and honor the visitation of thy Holy Mother to Elizabeth and the sanctification of St. John the Baptist. And we ask of thee through this mystery and through the intercession of thy Holy Mother, charity towards our neighbor. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners, now with the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now with the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now with the hour of death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls into heaven, especially those who are in most need of thy mercy. May the grace and mystery of the visitation come down to our souls. Amen. And now for those of you who do the indulgence calendar, we're going to offer these prayers for the intention of the Holy Father. And we're going to add to that the intention that we've already mentioned for the Synod because there's things that might distract people from what's going on there. So let's not forget to pray for what's going on there. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. And we pray this as we pray all that we pray for. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, let's remind everybody, as we're into October, that this year we have Advent. Because very late, actually, if I'm not mistaken, this year Advent does not begin until, let's double check my calendar. The first Sunday of Advent is not until December 3rd. It's going to be a short Advent this season because of the way the calendar happens to work out. And we're getting closer and closer to November. And November we are reminded to think of the last things. And with so much war going on and with so much violence going on right now, I think it's very important to keep that in mind, that none of us are promised tomorrow. There are a lot of people who life and things come at you very fast. So I'm going to throw you a piece of advice that I've said more than once on this show. Get yourself to confession. If you don't go out a regular time for confession, talk to your local priest. Set up a time. Your priest will be very happy to give you confession. It's been a rarity over the 60 years of my life to see a priest not be willing to give a confession at the drop of a hat. Take advantage. Get confession. Get yourself right with God. And now our closing prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God of mercy, as we reach out to those seeking you, send forth your Holy Spirit upon this show and its listeners and all those stations that carry it to renew us in faith. Enable us to share the good news of the gospel with loving words and caring deeds so that those who have drifted away may be drawn to your church and follow the way of your Son, Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. We make our prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray this as we pray all things. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, again, I want to thank you for spending some time with us here and remind you that you can go to the WQPH prayer wall at wqphradio.org slash prayer wall to leave intentions. Remember, as much or as little detail as you like, we're very happy to pray for all of your prayer intentions, and we will be back next week to spend a little bit of time with you as we pray for your prayer intentions. Goodbye and God bless. On the WQPH 89.3 FM community calendar, St. Bernard's Parish at St. Camillus Church in Mechanic Street in Fitchburg is looking for doors for their days of adoration. Adoration is currently Monday after the 8.30 a.m. daily Mass till 7 p.m. and Tuesdays after the 8.30 Mass till 4 p.m. They're also looking for adorers on Sundays that'll be running from after the 8 a.m. Mass till after the 6 p.m. Mass on Sundays. If you have an interest in doing adoration on either of those days or in the Sunday adorations, 
email us at wqph893 at comcast.net. That's wqph893 at comcast.net. Subject line, adoration. This has been the WQPH 89.3 FM Community Calendar. On the WQPH Community Calendar. If you get a chance, swing down to St. Bernard's Parish at St. Camilla's Church on Mechanic Street in Fitchburg. And at the entrance, there are envelopes with the names of bishops. And we, we talked about adopt a bishop. There are prayer cards and stuff that you can grab so that you can adopt a bishop to pray for. They're sitting there right at the entrance of the church. If you walk in, you look to the right just before the confessional. They're on a little table. So if you want to do the adopt a bishop, go down to the church there, get an envelope, get the prayer cards, and adopt the bishop to pray for country needs your prayers and the bishops who are going to shepherd us through this time no matter how this time ends are going to need it more because they're going to be the ones who will help us to get to where we need to go as the princes of christ so go down there and get and grab one and adopt a bishop or just pray for a bishop on your own you are listening to wqph 89.3 fm shirley fitchburg and now a word from author peter and jimmy who is the host of your prayer intentions taking place every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Whether you're donating money or giving us prayers, without you, we don't go on. And if you do want to help us go on, please consider going to wqphradio.org. There's a donate button there. You can give once, you can give monthly, and it makes a difference. It keeps all of our shows, and we have a great lineup of shows, keeps us going. And whether you're a fan of uh, your prayer intentions, whether you like Steve's show, Benedict's Hammer Sundays at Midnight, whether you like Brother Matthew and Brother Anthony from From the Housetops, which is on Sundays, 10.30 a.m. and 4 p.m. Whether you're a fan of the Children's Rosary, which we have every day at 5 p.m., seven days a week. Whether you like our local matter show, which is Saturday at 11, or Talk Catholic, which comes right after us at 12.30. Larry's Music Off, Sunday at 11 a.m. We have the Shepherd's Pie Saturdays at 1 p.m. Or Dan and Tom with the 13th Apostle, which comes just before us at 11.30. Any of those shows and all the stuff you donate, you help these things come out. But also at the WQPH website, in addition to podcasts of our shows, is the Prayer Wall. Right on the Prayer Wall, support WQPH and get WQPH 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on WQPHradio.org. This is Peter and Jemmy, host of Your Prayer Intentions, every Saturday here on 89.3 WQPH. PH Shirley Fitchburg. Do you have a prayer request that you'd like me to pray for or perhaps the whole community? Well, include that prayer request in an email. Specify if you want it on air or off and email that prayer request to WQPH893 at Comcast.net. Let me repeat that. It's WQPH893 at Comcast.net. And we will pray for you. If you have an urgent request that you're looking for immediate prayer, tweet me directly at the Tech Guy blog on Twitter or the Tech Guy blog on Gab. God bless you.